it's uh, 17 uh, minutes after 9 uh, South African time on this beautiful evening we start it's a beautiful night to start it's uh, i think it's drizzling here in uh, uh, Johannesburg it was raining uh, about before Zohar, but of course it then it, it then stopped so we are making dua for the rain as well Ustad. And uh, Ustad, Juma Mubarak to you, to your beloved family, to everyone in Ladysmith. It's a beautiful night. And of course, to all our wonderful listeners, it's time for our discussion with our beloved, respected, renowned Alim Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim. Dhamad Barakatuhum from Ladysmith. Before we welcome our Ustad, before we welcome our Ustad this evening, uh, tonight, inshallah, I want every listener to take down some points and to listen attentively because the study is going to be touching on the passing away of our beloved noble master, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and what ibrat and what valuable lessons we take, we can take from that because we only, we only here in this dunya for a very short time. We are only travelers. So Ustad is going to be touching that. And I've got one or two questions to ask Ustad about what's currently happening in Gaza. Uh, in Palestine with the Israelis, with these Jewish and these Jutlas. Uh, there was a brother, Ustad, and I don't know if Ustad can answer this question as well. There was a brother that messaged from Johannesburg on the Q&A, and the brother said, but don't you think, Molana Salim Karim and Muftis up, that um, the brothers and sisters are suffering in Palestine because of Hamas, because Hamas attacked them. Why did Hamas do that? Hamas shouldn't have done that. If Hamas didn't do that, then there shouldn't be no killing or sending missiles in Gaza in Palestine. And Muftisab was very upset with that brother. So maybe Ustad, you also can give us an answer to that brother. He says, why did Hamas do that? Uh, the people in Palestine are suffering now because of Hamas doings. Ustad, it's a beautiful night. Of course, we're going to go first to our Durud and Salam. Welcome to the discussion, Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners on this beautiful night of Jumu'ah. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the true understanding of deen. Allah grant us ikhlas. Allah forgive our gunas and sins and shortcomings. Allah Ta'ala pour down His mercy and rahmah upon us. And insha'Allah, the spirit of jihad الجهاد ماض إلى يوم القيامة أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم that the spirit of jihad defending Islam the Quran the integrity of the Haramain Sharifain Masjid al-Aqsa and all masajids in the world is of prime responsibility of the Muslim Ummah as I always say that Islam is about peace it's a submission to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Uzzu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for 13 years in Makkah. The atrocities, the zulm, the oppression, the torture, the pain, the suffering. They cut out the, the food supply sure. to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the sahaba. What test and trial didn't they go through? But eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Rasulullah made hijrah and came to Medina Tayyibah, mm. Allah Ta'ala opened the floodgates of Islam and success and victory. So insha'Allah, my request to our brothers and sisters in Islam, don't be despondent and don't be sad. Yes, it's atrocities that we are seeing. The problem here is, Mulana, you see all these videos that are circulating, all these clips that are coming, 
Molana, people are dying. We're seeing women, children, adults, whatever it is, Molana. This type of photography is haram. This is showing disrespect to the Malhumeens and those who have become shaheed. They just want ins- these enemies of Islam. They know how to use the media. They've got the power of the media, the television, the radio stations, and they've got social media. So how to create more hatred, you know, for Muslims throughout the world, how to corrupt the thinking of the Muslim ummah. My humble appeal, Mulana, is really Wallahul Azim. Instead of wasting time looking at all those clips and videos and getting emotional, let's take our time and spend it in the ibadat of Allah, yes. making dua for them, crying to Allah, yes. making isali sawa for them. Gee, this is how we're supposed to spend our time and help them. Mm. Molana, we are far away from Palestine. We can't even get there, right? I mean, every Muslim male and female, alhamdulillah, I think they got this jazbah of jihad now. The true spirit which the Sahaba Ikram always had when it came to Islam. They were prepared to lay down their lives, their mm. properties and sacrifice everything in this world to become a shaheed. It was the greatest honor in a family to find shuhada amongst the men and women. So, Molana, that brother who made that etiraz, don't put blame. There's no time to put blame on people. You have to fight for, for your haq, for justice and equality. You have to defend Masjidul Aqsa. Yes, so whatever it takes, there'll be a lot of losses, life and property. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the end, gee, the question here is to the brother, what have you done? Gee, what have you done, inshallah, to protect the deen of Islam? The people of Palestine, what support did you give? Gee, have you went out in the path of Allah? Have you tried your best? Mm. So let's not put the blame game on anybody. There's no time to put blame now. It's the time, Jago Musulmano, a Muslim, wake up now. We are in deep slumber. It's just too late, but it's never too late. Allah Ta'ala is giving us an opportunity. Now let's see whether wealth, Status is more important or the integrity of the Muslim male and female <coughs> life and property. And the greatest of all is Masjid al-Aqsa. <laughs> what are we going to do? You know what is the sad part, Molana? The Muslim countries who have got powerful armies, they've got the best weaponry, they've got the most amount of wealth in the world. <laughs> we are just becoming silent spectators and looking at this destruction. Do we not realize that one day Allah is going to turn the tables? It is so sad. If we, as the Muslim world, the Muslim leaders who are seeing this bloodshed right at their doorstep, and they are sitting still and doing very little, it's very easy to have mouth and what you call verbal condemnation. Malana, it's now time to take our lives and take our properties and wealth and try to defend Islam. Insha'Allah al-Adiz. So respected brothers, all I'm saying, the duty of the Muslim world and the Muslims of South Africa, my humble request is, leave all the social media videos and whatever write up, because these kuffar, as I said, Malana, they control the media. Lies upon lies. False information upon false information. To ignite more hatred for the Muslim ummah and to stop the facts. Our yaqeen is Allah. Wa makaru wa makar Allah. Wallahu khairul makirin. Haq Ustad. We are planning. And Allah is planning. Wallahu khairul makirin. Allah is the best planner. So let's devote our energy and time, inshallah, in ibadat, making dua, 
and in whichever way financially we can support. I looked at one of the cliffs that came. The brother is saying, oh, Muslims, wake up. I'm not asking you for money. I'm not asking you for food. Yeah, I'm not asking you for water. Sure. I want your presence here. Where are you all, oh, Muslim brothers? Come and fight in the cause of Islam. Come and fight in the defense of Masjid al-Aqsa. So, Mulana, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ustad, I don't think it gives us, it gives us the right, Ustad, even to... Ustad, even to speak about, bear about Hamas, it doesn't give us the right. We don't even know what's happening there, Ustad. This is what I'm saying, Mulana. Don't listen to what the West say. Mm. Ask the people who are personally responsible, alhamdulillah, who tried for the last 47 years and more to protect the beautiful country of Palestine and Masjid al-Aqsa. What mujahada they have made, what sacrifices... We saw in South Africa, gee, what the ANC and all those who fought for this country, for the freedom of this country, they gave their lives, they gave their wealth, they gave everything they sacrificed so that you and I can enjoy freedom in this country. Freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Mm. Bolana, you can't pay a price for freedom just to say and be free to do what you want. Because Allah has given you this God-given right. Yalla. Who has the right to stop it? We are not Allah. Mm. You have taken that land. It's a land of the Anbiya. It's the land of the prophets of Allah. Islam is going to come alive in Damascus and Syria. It's going to become the headquarters of Islam. The signs of Qiyamah is there. We're mm. waiting for Imam Mahdi. We're waiting for the Nuzul of Hadrat Isa There's going to be a very, very great change in Malara. Just have sabr, just stay away from masiyat and guna, and make cry for Allah Ta'ala's nusrat to prevail on the Muslim Ummah. <laughs> That's my advice, Munana. Because sabr karne walo ko dunya tarif karti hai. <laughs> Ji, look at the patience and perseverance of the brothers and sisters in Palestine. So many years of sabr, patience and perseverance, <laughs> as it is said. Sabr karne wale ko those who exercise patience, the whole world will praise them. The world praises those who exercise patience. Allah, and what Allah. is patience and sabr, Mulana? Hmm. Patience gives one the strength to overcome every storm in life. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So this is what I'm saying. Make sabr. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu sta'inu bis-sabri wa-salah. Inna allaha ma'as-sabirin. O you who believe, seek Allah's help. Bis-sabri wa-salah. Exercise patience and through namaz. If you want Allah's help and nusrat, as much as the mujahideen are fighting, they are a group of mujahideen who are in sujood. Some of them are in ruku. Some of them are making tilawat of the Quran. Some of them are defending the men and women. Subhanallah. All of them are in ibadat. Subhanallah. So Allah Park is saying, Oh, you who believe, take patience. Exercise patience. Through what? Sabri. With patience and perseverance. And in namaz. Read Salatul Hajat. Mm. Cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah cried the whole night in the battle of Badr. Malana, miracles happened. Allah ta'ala gave nusrat to the sahaba kiram. 
So the same thing will happen here. <laughs> Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked the question, Ki Ya Rasulullah, who was persecuted the most in the world? Rasulullah said, I. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, what is my wish to Allah? Summa uqtal. I want to become shaheed and martyred. Summa uhya. Then Allah must give me life again. Summa uqtal. Then I must become shaheed again. Summa uhya. Then Allah must give me life again. Summa uqtal. Then I must become shaheed again. Summa uhya. Allahu Akbar. The most troubled, the most injured, the most persecuted personality in the world was none other than Rahmatul Lil Alameen. Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam answered the question to the Sahaba, who was troubled the most, executed the most, punished the most? Rasulullah said, it was me. Summa al-amsal. And then those who came after me, summa al-amsal. So Mulana, for a Muslim to give his life and his wealth for Allah and for his Rasul is the greatest joy and happiness. <laughs> this is a great test. I hope Allah can bring that that, that understanding in the life of each one of us, that this life, this money, this health, and this amanat that Allah has given belongs to Allah. Mm. It doesn't belong to you. It's an amanat. We have to return this trust to Allah. And what better way it can be, Mulana, to sacrifice your wife, your children, your family for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. Mulana, I heard about your accident. I want to give you some advice. Is a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do not rejoice over the mishap of your brother. So that Allah has mercy on him and subjects you to trials. Many times when we have opposition and we have enemies, if everybody loves you in this world, there's something wrong. If everybody hates you in this world, there's something wrong. Some people will love you, some will hate you. But what did Rasulullah say to you and me? Ask Allah for afiyat. Beg Allah for afiyat. What is afiyat, Mulana? Oh Allah, don't put me through any test and trial. Allah, make it easy for me. So in this beautiful hadith, it's a lesson for all of us to learn. Sometimes we've got so much of anger and so much of hatred for each other, especially our family members, that if any tragedy takes place, we say, good, Allah's curse be on, on him. <laughs> Allah punished him. And look what Rasulullah, so, Rahmatullil Alameen, is saying. Do not rejoice over the mishap of your brother, so that Allah has mercy on him, <laughs> and then Allah will subject you to trials. <laughs> So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. Ameen. This is the dua of our listenership of Mark Sahaba. That we have many tests and trials in our lives. Gee, I had many, you know, accidents myself. But I saw, you know, the kudrat of Allah, the power of dua, the power of namaz, the power of reading your duas when you sit in the car. Mulana, you can see death staring at you. Gee, but somebody's dua how Allah Ta'ala takes you out of that situation. Mm. You come out with a scratch, yes, your car will be smashed, whatever it is. The mere fact that Allah has saved you, Ameen, is Ustad. the dua of your parents, Ameen. the dua of your asatidas, and the dua of our listeners, who every night and every morning are making dua for Marqa Sahaba, Ameen. and all the, inshallah, the ulama who are on Marqa Sahaba, 
because the dua that is made in the absence of your Muslim brother mm. is definitely accepted <clears throat> by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Molana, your car is just, you know, a worldly thing. Allah will give you a better replacement. Allah reward me in this test and trial. Allah has lost this dunya, it means nothing to Allah. me. Allah, I didn't lose my iman. Allah, Allah, I didn't Allah. lose my life. This is the greatest name. Allah. Allah will give you a better replacement, inshallah. Because you are in the path of Allah. And this also teaches us today that today you need to be so cautious when we are driving, Mulana. You can't, nobody wants to obey the rules of the road. First of all, it is haram, you know, to cause taklif to somebody. You are talking on the cell phone. You're not stopping at the stop sign. You're not stopping at the robot. You are responsible for murder, Mulana, if there's Islamic law in this country. Is that because we are talking on the cell phone? Gee, we are not obeying the rules of the road. We are speeding, Mulana. Now we have to think. For two people, you have to think about yourself and the opposite driver. That is he going to stop at the stop street? It's best that I stop. Even if it's green for me, Mulana, mm. I will wait to make sure that the road is clear and then cross. Mm. So sometimes, Mulana, because of our carelessness, gee, this is what happens. So may Allah Ta'ala mm. grant us tawfiq. We need to Amen. take responsibility for our actions. And Ustaj, you won't believe you know, it. Uh, Ustaj, you won't believe it, you know. She was actually on the cell phone, Ustaz. She, she skipped the stop street. She hit into me and she hit into another car. Allah, she was on the cell phone. <laughs> Allah, this is what I'm saying. This is all, you know, as much as, you know, we try our best to be cautious, now we have to be extra cautious. Mm. That is why I always say, Monana, read your du'as, Ayatul Kursi, when you sit in the car. Inshallah, read Surah Quraysh 11 times. Mm. Read Kaf Haya Ain Sod Kifayatuna, Hamim Ain Sin Kaf, Himayatuna, Fasayakfi Kahumullah, Wahua Samihul Alim. Allah Ta'ala give us Tawfiq Mulana. Read all the Masnoon du'as for protection so that if anything happens, inshallah, if there is an accident, if there is a death, Allah Ta'ala gives you the death of Shahadat. Because we don't know. So inshallah, it is Sunnah of Rasulullah as well, Mulana that we read two rakat salatul hajat when we leave home. Mm. When we come home also, read two rakat salatul hajat, Allah has brought you back safely. Mm. The wives of Rasulullah used to make dua for Rasulullah whenever Rasulullah went out. Mm. They would sit on the musallah and make dua for the safety of Rasulullah and the safe return of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's a beautiful evening, of course. We've got about uh, 27 yeah. minutes uh, to 10 o'clock. Uh, I don't know if you study, uh, you're going to t- start the topic about uh, the passing away of our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and what lessons, what valuable lessons we can take from that to start. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. wa kafa wa salamun ala أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد وما محمد إلا رسول قد خلت من قبله الرسل 
someone asked me give, give me an example of beauty so i picked up my pen and i wrote muhammadur rasulullah the most beautiful personality in the world the most loved personality after allah rabbul alamin is none other than muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam And Allah Ta'ala says, each one of us will have a test. As it comes, إِنَّكَ مَيِّتٌ وَإِنَّهُمْ مَيِّتُونَ The kuffar, the enemies of Islam, the munafiqeen, the Jews, they tried many times to assassinate Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Allah Ta'ala says, وَاللَّهُ يَعْصِمُكَ Allah says, I will take responsibility to protect you, Ya Rasulullah. So, every Nabi of Allah has tasted death. So, innaka mayyitun wa innahum mayyitun. Ya Rasulullah, you will also pass on. And these enemies, munafiks, these kuffar, these Jews, they are also going to die. And then on the day of Qiyamah, in the court of Allah, in the court of justice, they will be tried and punished. They mocked Rasulullah. How they mocked Rasulullah? Allah Paak says, Inna a'atayna kal kawtar فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَانْحَرْ إِنَّ شَانِيَكَ هُوَ الْأَبْتَرِ Abtar. They mocked Rasulullah and said, you see, Allah Pak didn't give him any male heirs. He's only got daughters. So his family and his generation won't go any far. He'll die and Islam will die. Allah Pak said, إِنَّ شَانِيَكَ هُوَ الْأَبْتَرِ Today, whose name is taken? Millions and trillions of Muslims throughout the world. In every azan, every namaz, in every kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashhadu anna Muhammadur Rasulullah. Whose name is taken? Allah Ta'ala blessed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are the spiritual children of Rasulullah. Sahaba-i-kiram, all of us till the day of Qiyamah. 
Today, there's no one, no one to take the name of Abu Lahab, the Abu Jahal, nobody. But Allah Ta'ala has kept the shan of Rasulullah. Mulana, there isn't a second in this 24-hour period mm. where everywhere in the world, somewhere <clears throat> azan is being given. Can you imagine what shan of Allah Ta'ala's name and what shan of Rasulullah's name? So whose name is destroyed and finished? The enemies of Islam. There's no one. There's dogs walking on their graves, Mulana. Mm. Yeah. And there are millions of Pakistanis. <clears throat> As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Rasulallah. Sallu ala al-habib. Sallu ala al-habib. Hey, Muslimano, send the rune and salam on Rasulullah. Whose name is shining today? None other than Muhammad Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, respected brothers, this topic of Rasulullah's passing away is very touching. But, We'll go to one more week, inshallah, and hopefully we'll do justice. You see, before each one of us pass on, say, what were the signs of Rasulullah's death before he passed away? Early signs, Mulana. Each one of us are going to die. In the hadith, it's mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that 40 days before your death, Allah Ta'ala sends the angels to go and see what is this banda doing. Is he in readiness and preparation? So, Ulamai Kiram have compiled what were some of the early signs that Rasulullah was going to leave this dunya. Because Allah made it clear, every soul, every angel also, Hadrat Jibrail, Hadrat Mikail, Hadrat Israel, who is the angel of death, Allah will give him death as well. And it comes in the hadith of Rasulullah. That on the day of Qiyamah, when Allah will put the entire Jannatis into Jannat forever and ever, and Allah will put the Jahannamiyin into Jahannam in hellfire forever and ever, Allah will bring death in a form of a sheep, and death will be slaughtered, and an announcement will be made that those who are in Jannat, there is no death for you now. It's for eternity and eternity and eternity. And those of you who are in Jahannam, forever and ever you are going to be in Jahannam. Mm. So what were some of the early signs? So every year Rasulullah, the first time, every year Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make door with Hazrat Jibrail used to revise the Quran. And Rasulullah used to spend the last 10 days of Ramadan in Ethica. But the year Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the 10th year of Hijri, mm. sat for Etika for 20 days. Unusual. Rasulullah made revision of the Quran not once, twice with Hazrat Jibrail. Rasulullah made door of the Quran twice with Hazrat Jibrail. Normally he would do it once in every Ramadan. He would make door of the Quran with Rasulullah. But in the 10th year, the Rasulullah sat for 20 days in Etikaf, number one, and Rasulullah revised the whole Quran twice. Number two, the, the last sermon that Rasulullah gave, what were the words of the khutbah, the farewell sermon? Rasulullah said, I don't know whether I will ever meet you at this place once again. 
after this current year. Allahu Akbar. Aqal man ke liye ishara kaafi hai. See how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making it known indirectly to the Sahaba Ikiram that I don't know whether I will ever meet you all at this place in Arafat once again after this current year. Number three. Allah Ta'ala revealed the Surah Iza Jaa Nasrullahi Walfat Waraaitan Nasa Yadukhuluna Fi Deenillahi Afwaja Fasabbih Bihamdi Rabbika Wastaghfirhu Innahu Kana Tawwaba What a message Allah is giving Iza Jaa Nasrullahi Walfat the after Fatih Makkah, Allah gave back Makkah to Rahmatullahil Alameen to the Muslims. They came in as victors. And Allah Ta'ala revealed this one of the last surahs. When Allah's help came and Fatha and victory came. And how victory came? What Nasa Yadukuluna fi deenillahi afwaja. Kabila after Kabila, tribe after tribe, nation after nation, accepted Islam and came into the fold of Islam. See? Ya Rasulullah, your mission is completed. What should you do? You glorify Allah. You praise Allah for this great achievement and make it far. When this verse was revealed, the surah was revealed, Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq was crying. He was sobbing. So all the Sahaba Ikiram said, Ya Abu Bakr, you should be happy that Allah Pak revealed this beautiful surah. Such great, glad tidings Allah is saying, the Allah's help has come. Victory has come. Thousands and thousands of people have read the kalima, La ilaha illallah. Allah Isn't this a sign of happiness and success? And you are sobbing and weeping? Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said, you all don't know what the underlying message here. That very soon, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be leaving us. We will not be having Rasulullah in our midst. That is why I'm crying. So Allah Pak had given this firafid to Sayyidina Abu Bakr, this nisbat-e-ittihadi we call it. That whatever Rasulullah said, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq had the same viewpoint. That's why Allah gave him the title of Siddiq. On the night of Miraj, Rasulullah came back and said to the Quraysh and the Sahaba, Sahaba Ikram accepted without any, any doubt. The Kuffar started mocking. How can you go for Miraj? Look at where the heaven is and look at where the earth is, the distance and everything. They brought up all the technical points. It's not possible. <coughs> so they said, let's ask Sayyidina Abu Bakr. He is the closest. Does it make sense? That your companion, Muhammad Rasulullah, is saying that you went for this night journey of Miraj. He left and he came back. The bed is still warm. Is this possible? And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was asked this question. All he said, I firmly believe and confirm what my Habib, my mentor, Muhammad Rasulullah, is saying is Haqqadakta. Whatever he's saying is the truth. So that's why Allah gave this title to Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Siddiq. 
And the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Hazrat Fatima. The wife of Rasulullah is Hazrat Aisha, Siddiq Tibeti Siddiqa. What a beautiful title. Father's name is Siddiq. The wife of Rasulullah is Hazrat Aisha. Her title is Siddiqa. Siddiq Tibeti Siddiqa. Allahu Akbar. So these were some of the signs. Then, Hudu sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam went to Jannatul Baqi and made dua for the shuhada. Allahu Akbar. So, so many things took place. Now comes a question that in the beginning of Safar, after Rasulullah went to Jannatul Baqi, he also went to Uhad and made dua for the shuhada of Uhad. And Rasulullah was returning home from Jannatul Baqi. He had a severe headache, like a migraine headache. <laughs> my head, my head. Half those who suffer with migraine. The pain is excruciating. And Rasulullah had a very high fever. Now comes the question, how did this fever come about? If you remember, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam led by example that whoever invited Rasulullah, be it the Sahaba, be it a Jewish person or a Jewish lady or a slave, Rasulullah accepted that Dawud. So a Jewish lady was the enemy of Rasulullah. As I said, these Jews, not from now, as I said to you, they are cowards. Mm. They can't even stand on their two feet. Wallahi, haku, sad. Haku. You cannot even call them intan. You know, Janwar is even better than them. Sure. Janwar has some raham, some mercy in them. This, I don't know what generation this is, or what species this is. Mm. We can't even give them a name. You know, animals have got some mercy. See? These are merciless. But you see how Allah punishes them. Allah says in the Quran, These people, day and night, they cannot sleep. They're watching behind their back. That now an attack will come. Somebody will come. They will kill us. They will never sleep till the day of Qiyamat. Peacefully. But this is nothing. They still have to go to the cupboard and answer them. They still... A lot to come yet. Inshallah, don't despair. Don't give up hope. So as I said to you, they were enemies of Rasulullah from that time, not only from now. So this Jewish lady, she cooked a sheep and she poisoned it. And she knew that Rasulullah's generosity is what Rasulullah will never say. No. So she put poison in the meat and she made dawah of Rasulullah. Rasulullah went with a few sahaba and Rasulullah put the piece of meat in his mouth, which was laden with poison. And just then Jibra'il salam came, Allah sent Hazrat Jibra'il and said to Rasulullah, don't eat it. But part of that meat went into the mouth of Rasulullah and Rasulullah immediately removed it. But the effect of that poison caused this taklif to Rasulullah that in the end of Rasulullah's life, the this strong fever before Rasulullah passed away, he said to his wife, get the water from the seven wells of Medina and put that water on top of me. My body is hot. It's got fever. Subhanallah. So remember, Rasulullah also passed away as a shaheed. 
Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq also passed away as a Shaheed. Hazrat Umar also passed away as a Shaheed. Hazrat Osman Ghani passed away as a Shaheed. Hazrat Ali passed away as a Shaheed. Hazrat Hassan passed away as a Shaheed. Hazrat Hussein passed away as a Shaheed. Allahu Akbar. What great maqam. So, Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took ill. On his way back, Rasulullah had a headache and a very high fever. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with all that pain, with all that fever, with all that headache, Rasulullah never made qurbani of his namaz. He led the prayer for 11 days, though he was sick. And the total number of days Rasulullah was sick was plus minus 13 and 14 days Rasulullah was sick. Now look at the justice of Rasulullah. 11 wives and Sariyat says, treat them equal. So when Rasulullah's illness became quite severe, he asked his wives a question. He called all of them and he asked them, where shall I be tomorrow? So the wives of Rasulullah understood his intention. They knew that he loved Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. But Rasulullah was so faith and just. He didn't tell them, I want to stay with Hazrat Aisha. He asked them, where will I be tomorrow? So they gave the name of one of the wives. But they already, all of them understood that how much of love Rasulullah had for Hazrat Aisha. And they said to Ya Rasulullah, we have no objection. We will forfeit our rights and you can go and stay and spend the last few days with Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. This is what the beauty of Mashura. This is what I'm saying. Treat your wife today if you have more than one wife. Show love, show shafqat, show muhabbat, consult, make Mashura, consider the feelings of your first wife and second wife and treat them fairly. Rasulullah by action, even in the last moments of his life, is equality and justice. That's why I say the death of Rasulullah, the passing away of Rasulullah has got so much of lessons for the Ummah So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I would love to stay with Hadrat Aisha if you give me permission, inshallah, to spend the last few days with Hadrat Aisha. And they all gladly, subhanallah, gave permission and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to the room of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Now, look at the commitment of Hazrat Aisha. You want to know, when is your wife faithful to you? Mm-hmm. When she really loves you is when you are sick. When she will make your khidmat. You may puke, she has to clean it. You may mess your clothes. She needs to clean you, wash you. He needs to bath you. He doesn't consider it dirty and filthy. <laughs> Anybody else? The sons can't do it. And obviously it's not the duty of the daughters. We are the sons when the father is sick in bed. He's missed. Mm. He, no one. Who does it? It's the wife. He will make kurbani and sacrifice. So the true worth of a woman and a wife is not when, alhamdulillah, when everything is hunky-dory. Money is available, everything is available, subhanallah, he's committed. The real test of loyalty and love, Malana, is when the husband is sick. And vice versa, when the wife is sick, where is the husband? Is he making khidmat? 
of his wife? Is he looking after her? Is he giving her the medication? Mm. So anyway, time is going, Molana. As I said, we're starting. I gave you some of the early signs that's mentioned in the hadith. How Rasulullah prepared for his mouth. We also need to be in readiness and preparation. The first preparation that we need to do is to make out our Islamic world. Priority number one. Tomorrow morning, all of us who haven't got our will, make it your duty to get to a lawyer's office tomorrow. Yes. Get to the general office, request the will, sign that will, get the executive, and have that will ready. Number two, priority number two, whoever we are owing money, for Allah's sake, make some intizam, make some provision to pay back that money. And if you are owing people money, write it down for your family members. But know that tomorrow if I'm dead and gone, these are the people who are owing me money. <laughs> these, these are the people I'm owing money. It's senseless dying in Medina. It's senseless dying on a Friday. Thinking that, alhamdulillah, yes, you will get great fazilat, you die on a Friday. Great fazilat, you die in Medina. But when it comes to hukukul ibad, you owe people money. You slandered people. You made the rebirth about people. That guna cannot be forgiven until the person whom you have made a rebirth about, who you are made owing money, doesn't make you mark. There is no mafia for you. Serious mm-hmm. thing, those are you Now look at what other Aisha radiallahu ta'ala does. I'm just trying to show you that in illness, we must help each other. I'm married for 40 years, Molana. Mm-hmm. We, we had a wonderful time, husband and wife. We, now is the last moment you can see the signs of death. Yeah, tomorrow, inshallah, next week we'll discuss it. Or maybe during the week, what are the signs of death? Mm. What should we do when we see the signs of death on anybody in the family? What is the sharia's masla? How should we react? So, look at Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. She knew the mamul of Rasulullah that every night before going to bed, Rasulullah used to read the mu'awwazatayn. Kul a'udhu bi rabbil falak, kul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. Rasulullah would read blow on his palms mm. and rub it on his entire body. When Rasulullah was so weak with fever and pain, he, he would recite the pain for Rasulullah. But look at her kamal. Look at what she understood. She would take the hands of Rasulullah, the Mubarak, she read the pain, but she took Rasulullah's two hands. Mm. He blew on the hands of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and rubbed his hand on his body. Subhanallah, this is kamal, this is beauty, this is what we call devotion. Mm. Subhanallah. So this is how Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So time is up, inshaAllah, two days or one day before Rasulullah's death, what happened? One day before Rasulullah passed away, what happened? The last day when Rasulullah passed away, that Monday morning mm. after Fajr, what happened? Ah. And then, before Rasulullah passed away, he called Hazrat Fatima and he whispered something in her ear. He started laughing. Then he called her and he whispered something in the right ear. See, when we die, Morana, we call our children. We want to see our wives. We want to see our children. We want to see our parents. We want to leave this dunya and make our fear to them. We Live with unity, live with muhabbat, live for the pleasure of Allah. So Rasulullah called for Hazrat Hassan and Hussein. Rasulullah called for his wife. 
He called to Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. And when Hazrat Fatima came, he said something to her in her ear secretly. He started smiling and laughing. Then he, he said something in her left ear. She started crying. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is watching the scene. After Rasulullah passed away, he called Hazrat Fatima. He said, I want to ask you a question. I saw you smile when Rasulullah whispered something in your ears. Why did you laugh and why did you smile? <laughs> he said, that I smiled because Rasulullah said, you will be the first one after my demise to meet me. Allah and six months after Rasulullah passed away, Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala passed away. So then why did you cry when Rasulullah whispered something in your other ear? And Rasulullah said, yes, my betty, my daughter, I'm not going to live any more longer. Allah is going to take me away. So that is why I cried. So subhanAllah, look at even in the last moment hmm. of your life, you are Allah conscious. This is the lesson that we need to take. We all are going to die, Mulana. Are we ready to give this nasihat and bayan to our family? Hmm. So when we leave this dunya, you leave your children in the hands of Allah. <laughs> so may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Mulana, we'll continue with this during the course of the week and we'll complete it next week, inshallah. Two minutes after 10, two minutes after 10, beautiful words of advice. Something for you and I to think. Something for you and I to think about. And Ustad is right. Ustad is right. You need to prepare that well of yours. Nobody has guaranteed they're going to see Saturday or Sunday or next week. 101% Ustad. Time for me to love you and leave you on this beautiful evening, beautiful night, the night of your uh, Laylatul Jumu'ah. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. For myself and Brother Lakalo, Allahumma Hadina Wahdibina Wahdina Sajamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.